Uh, if you brought your Bible, turn with me to the book of Psalms, chapter 34. Psalms 34. And let's, let's go over just a few things here from the Word of God before we minister to those who have need of healing in their bodies. And uh, we always get our foundation from the Word of God. Amen? And uh, uh, we, we don't just make this stuff up. <laughs> I mean, because if we were just making things up, how are we going to have the power to back it up? Because I'm telling you, I don't have the power just to back up some idea that I had. Some pizza dream that I had. No, but when I've got God's eternal word on it, when I can base my life upon what He has said, then I know that He also will back up what He promised. Amen? Amen. Amen. How, how many know the Lord's not like some, some people? They'll just run their mouth all day long. They'll make all kinds of promises and commitments, and, <laughs> and, and they don't even mean anything to them. I mean, they're just talking to get a smile out of someone at the moment. And, uh, or to get out of the conversation. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, they try to get out of some by saying, oh, well, we're praying for you, and they're not. Right. <laughs> well, I'll be praying for you. They don't. They don't pray. They're just saying that. <laughs> but the Lord is different in, this, in these regards. The Lord is different because when, uh, when He says uh, something to us, something about us, something that if we will do, then He will do, or something that we can believe and we will see, uh, then we can uh, count on exactly that. That's why we don't approach him and say, oh, and you never know what God's going to do. Uh, or you just, you just never can tell. Or we just kind of just hoping and a praying that something good will happen. No, we don't, we don't speak like that. Okay, that's the way unbelievers speak. But we know him, and he's faithful to his promise. And so what's God going to do? Exactly what he said he'd do. <laughs> what are we going to do? Exactly what God told us to do. Amen. And we're going to have some good results. Thank God. I tell you what, it's working. It is working. It's working for you. Do you know the principles and laws of the kingdom of God are at work in your life today? It's not a matter. I'm just trying to figure out how to get things to work. They are working. God's eternal laws, principles, promises, and, 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 uh, and His word is working. It never fails. That's to say that God fails. All right. Now, sometimes what, uh, one of the problems are is, is that we are working the laws of the kingdom against our own lives. And that's possible because God's Word can work for or against a person. All right. My heart can work for or against me depending on what I deposit in it. When I, when I do things the right way, things click as God intended, but... Again, I can take the opposite approach, and it's not true that it's not working. <laughs> it's working against me. <laughs> Amen. Gravity can be your friend, or gravity can be your enemy. <laughs> right? And uh, <laughs> same thing's true in the kingdom of God. Okay, let's go ahead and look over here at Psalm chapter 34. Psalm 34, and notice with me verse 8. It says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Let's read that again. That was worth tasting again. <laughs> oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Is God good? Yeah. He is a good God. How can I tell? I should taste. <laughs> Amen. Amen. 
I should taste and I'll see that he is good. Get a sample of the Lord and you'll find out that he is good. If you have gotten a sample and determined that he's bad, um, you are at the wrong sample line. I'm telling you, you sampled a substitute. You sampled a counterfeit. You sampled something that was not purely and entirely God. You had a lot of maybe man's idea mixed in. Maybe a lot of religious idea mixed in. But if we get a sample of him, the living one, we will come away saying, that was good, (laughs) nice, (laughs) I like him. I like the Lord. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I like him. Why? He's good. How do you know? I taste it. I, 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 I had some. I got involved with him. I talked to him. I was around him. And I'm telling you, he's good. And that's what the Scripture says. The Lord is good. What's the opposite of that? The Lord is bad. Is the Lord bad? No, but how many understand sometimes people can have a wrong conception of God, a misunderstanding. Many people, they view God as mad and angry and doing bad things, doing harsh things, doing things that destroy and hurt people, and that's their view of God. And sometimes they learn that in church. Sometimes they picked it up somewhere else, but it's, it's demonic in nature, all right? The Lord, by very nature, He is good all right and if I can find some bad things happening in life or in my life uh, I know that's not him because that's not the way he works not the way he operates every good gift comes from him if it's bad I'm not blaming him all right if you have a physical condition today a sickness or a disease uh, in your body it didn't come from the Lord it didn't he's not he's not making anybody sick Come on now, he's not, he's not out to destroy any lives. He's, he's the good guy in this. I know this is elementary, but let's get it real straight in our minds, who's good and who's bad. Everybody say it out loud. God is good. The devil is bad. All right, let's not confuse that because uh, sometimes, I mean, that's, again, that's real simple, but it takes religion sometimes to flip that around. It takes, we have to be taught by experts to confuse some of these issues. I mean, they've got to know, they've got to get deep into original language and culture to make you come away with the idea that good sometimes means cancer. Or good, God is good, God is good. But sometimes that means you're hurting. That means you got problems. How many know, naturally you think, that doesn't make sense. But how many know there are a lot of people that believe that? They honestly do. That people believe that. And, 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 and they go to church regularly. And they believe that a lot of the bad stuff that's happened to them is the will of God. They believe it's the will of God. But let's go back to the Word. Come on now. The Lord is good. Look at the second part of that verse. It says, blessed is the man who trusts in Him. How can I be blessed? My trust. If I'll trust in Him, I will be blessed. Why is a person blessed when they trust in Him? Because He is good. I'm putting my trust in a 
good God, therefore I end up better off. I end up blessed because He's good and I believed it. Now, He's good whether I believe it or not. But I benefit when I believe what's true about God. My believing doesn't change who He is. It doesn't make Him good or bad. But my believing does cause His goodness to overflow into my life. Come on now. I trust in the good one and the goodness shows up in me. That's a good plan. (laughs) And come to think of it, pretty easy too. Lord, you are good. Come on, you might be tempted at times to not say that. Yeah, but what about this? What about this? What about these reports I'm getting? Come on now. Don't go with the report. Go with the word. Come on, don't bank your life on the circumstance. Go back to the word and say, Lord, you are good. Even if your mind says or people around you say, yeah, but what about? Say, no, God is a good God. Good things are coming to me from him. I put my trust in him and I'm blessed. Someone said, oh, no, I've been serving the Lord. And the more I serve the Lord, the tougher things get. I don't receive it. I don't believe it. I believe that if I will put my trust in a good God, that I'll be blessed. Just like he said. Everybody with me today? Come on, having fun yet? (laughs) Good is not a mysterious quality that only God can understand. We basically know what is good and what is bad. And let's keep things that way. Okay, sickness and disease are never good. They are a destructive force designed to kill. All right, let's go over to Matthew chapter 12. The Lord is in the house. His healing power is available to all today. Matthew chapter 12. And let's read here verse 10. Well, verse 9. Now when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue. And behold, a man, or there was a man, who had a withered hand. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath, that they might accuse him? Then he said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheep, and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value, then, is a man than a sheep? Let me know there's a sermon right there. Or a whale, or an owl, or anything else. Man is superior. That's God's plan. That's not not a proud species. (laughs) That's just the way it is. Remember, it is what it is. It's the way God created us. All right, let's get off that. Therefore, but Jesus did say that. Let's not forget. Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. To do what? Do what? Good on the Sabbath. What's Jesus talking about here? He's talking about the man who uh, had a withered hand. What does he need? You know another way to say that? What does he need? He needs good. Why? Because withered hand is bad. bad. Jesus recognized that. Withered hand, bad. Healing, good. And they tried, the religious people tried to stand in the way of that. 
Come on now, these things still happen today, they just take a different form. Religious minds try to stand in the way of God's goodness coming to people. Well, you don't want to get people's hopes up. I absolutely do too. I want to get them so high. I want to get their hopes so high that it it puts a demand on the power and resources of heaven and it flows right into their bodies. Yes, I want people coming with high expectation, which is hope. And so uh, he said, it's lawful to do good. What's that another way to say that? It's lawful to heal. Do you notice you can use the word healing and doing good interchangeably? Yeah. What are we going to do here tonight? Good. Yeah. God's in the house to do good. What does that mean? He's here to heal. That's one way that goodness manifests. God is good. What does that mean? He's my healer. Verse 13, he said to the man, then he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense now, doesn't it? A little sarcasm, sorry about that coming out here. But, uh, but that's, that's what, the way religion twists a person's mind. You're healing, bringing help. And they say, you can't do that. We're going to take you down. We're going to dig something up on you. We're going to destroy you. Going to ruin your reputation. We're going to kill you. Whatever, whatever it takes. Religion goes that far to stop the work of God, to tr- stop the true move of God from taking place in a person's life. Now go over to Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. Now many of you know this verse. This is a good one. Verse 38 It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. So the Holy Spirit and power, he he was anointed with, who went about doing what? He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So much in this verse, but you can see sickness is demonic oppression doesn't come from God but the devil is putting sickness and disease on people but there is the Holy Spirit there is an anointing of power and it said Jesus had this anointing on him so he could go around and do good and heal do good and heal do good and heal did you ever read read a uh, an account of Jesus where you know he healed the multitude and then he went to the next town and made them all sick (laughs) lined them up Laid hands on each one, headache, <laughs> joint problems, scoliosis of the spine, will give you heart disease. You ever read any of those verses? If you found that, I would quickly throw that Bible away because that is not the way it was. You, you, got, you got a bad deal on that Bible. <laughs> it was on the discount rack, man. I just had to get it. <laughs> Burn it. But what did he do? Now, real specifically, the Bible says that he was anointed, the Spirit of God was on him to do good and heal. Say it out loud. Do good and heal. Say it again. Do good and heal. Say it again. Do good and heal. And we can see very clearly again, the Bible says goodness and healing in the same breath. When I say the Lord is good, what am I saying? I'm saying he's my healer. I'm saying, I'm saying if my physical body needs healing, he's the one to do it. 
He's not there to back off from me. He can't. He's good. He can't hardly help himself. He's just good. What do good people do? They, go, they do good things. It's, it's, it's his very nature. Would God, someone might ask the question, would God heal me? You might be here and, and, and you might have that question. And that's a valid question. No, no, don't blame anyone for asking, but would God heal me? And the answer is yes. But here's why. It's not because you're good. It's because he's good. Because we oftentimes will want to answer that question in light of ourselves. We look in the mirror and say, would God or even why would God whatever heal me? And the answer is, is because he's good. It's not because I'm good. It's because he's good. He's the healer. Amen. That's his nature. That's his character. That's all that, that's all that he is. And I think it's interesting when you look at and think about the word good. When we, when we read the scripture and it says that the Lord is good, it's very frequent, and correctly so, that we view that in this light, that God's character is good, that he's kind, that he's giving, and a lot of different adjectives we could use to describe his nature and his, and his character towards us, and we think of it in that way. But also, you know, we use that word in other ways, too, where it doesn't just um, speak about a desirable quality, but also speaks about the qualities necessary to perform something adequately. When the Bible says that God is good, yes, it means he's kind, he's loving, he's favorable toward us, uh, but it also means he can do it. It means he's good at it. Everybody listen. It's like you might you might be playing golf and and someone might just nail the the shot and they hit it. They pipe it right down up the middle or they stick it right next to the flag, and everyone the other guys go, he's good, <laughs> he's good. Now are they saying he's nice? Are they saying no? They're saying he is good at hitting that ball where he wants to hit it. All right. God is also good at getting things done. You might recall the beginning of the Bible. When the Lord created light, let there be. And he created the different things. And you know what he followed one, each one of those things up with? <laughs> it's good. Right? He looked and said, that's nice. <laughs> Maybe you've done that, but maybe you've created something before. You've made some of your artists or musicians, or you've done some work. You're a construction person, or you design something, and you sat back and you're like, "That's good, right?" Okay. Likewise, again, the Lord operates this way. He is, um, he's good at what he does. The nature of God. Uh, the nature of a good God is to do good things, and so we know one of the good things that God is good at is healing. God is a good healer. That means that he possesses the necessary skills to restore your body to perfection. There is absolutely no shortage. If he were golfing, he would get a hole in one every time. I mean, he has that potential. He can do that if he wants to. That's just because he's good, period. He's good 
defined. <laughs> and when it comes to the healing of our body, there is absolutely nothing that is outside of his reach. There is no condition that is outside of his reach. Sometimes we are dazzled by the complexity of things. I am. I, th I think about some of these some of these guys who work on the microchips and and you know some of the uh, the integrated parts of a computer system and how things keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller and faster and more powerful and more efficient and less and and cooler and you know all this stuff and they keep developing technology and I look at some of that stuff not knowing a whole lot about it I think wow you know I mean I'm kind of amazed by it even when it comes to the physical body how many know the physical body is an amazing uh, creation and the way the brain works and the way our blood and cells and bones and tissue and everything works together. And, uh, I mean, just at the microscopic level, there's just there's stuff going on all the time. Think, how can this happen? What, what is, this is beyond my uh, capacity. Um, but God knows every single minute detail about everything. There's, uh, th there may be a, a situation where you've... Um, encountered some physical problems and the doctors have given you every kind of x-ray and scan and tests and, and 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 they're just not able to figure it out but you know that god doesn't have to do one single test he just knows and or maybe they found out what the problem is but they say you know what we just don't know how to fix this we're going to try this and we'll try this, and we'll try, and there's all kinds of experimental things, and, and thank God that they're doing their best, we understand that, but the thing is, God knows how to fix it just like that, it's no, it's no more difficult to fix something that is beyond our understanding than it is for uh, them to fix something that's very common, you know, say, a, you know, a headache, you know, they know how to make, that, they know how to make the pain go away, you know, for the most part, the average headache that someone might have uh, but with the Lord everything is that way everything is that simple there might be a complex thing that you can't say the name of it because it's this long you know I pray for people at times and they tell me what's wrong with them I'm like I can't even remember that to say it <laughs> I mean I can't even repeat it you know you gotta yeah has it got any initials <laughs> I mean, it's just like, wow. But I'm telling you, here, here, here's the point. God is good. What does that mean? He's the best doctor you've ever heard of. He's the best chiropractor you could ever find. He's the best, you know, ear and throat specialist or, uh, that you could ever find. Or, what do they call those guys? The ear, nose, and throat or something? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm telling you, he knows everything about everything and he's very very good there might be things that people have conditions and it's not even really in their mind to seek the Lord concerning it because they've never heard of anyone having it they've never heard of anyone being healed of it it's just out there but just like that it can be taken care of you know, one of our friends here, uh, Joe Morris, who ministers sometimes, I'm always uh, impressed with the types of word of knowledge he'll get. They're sometimes bizarre. 
I mean, things that pe- uh, people never come and say, uh, I'd like prayer for this. He'll have a word of knowledge about it. <laughs> and it's like, I didn't even know that existed. And, and the Lord will show him someone's got a condition, you know, like this. Like, you know, he gets, he talk, he gets word of knowledge for people's taste buds that are not functioning right. Well, I wouldn't even know to ask prayer for that. <laughs> but then people's taste buds get healed. I don't know if there's a natural cure to that. Maybe there is. I don't know. But I know with God, He knows how our bodies are supposed to function. And if they're not functioning right, He can fix it. Amen. He's good at this. Amen. All right, let's, let's, let's go a little bit further, and we'll finish here. Matthew chapter 15. So healing is the good result of a good God. His power is there for the unusual. Again, if you have a rare or unusual condition, sickened condition in your body, medically speaking, that's usually not good news. Because they'll say, well, we've never seen this before. You're like, oh, junk. What does that mean? There's no pills for it. You know what I'm saying? If it's not, con- there's nothing there. There's no known remedy for that situation naturally. Um, but with God, there is nothing unknown. Okay? There's nothing outside of the scope of his knowledge and ability. And uh, uh, in the scripture, we don't always get a lot of the details of the many things that were healed. But here's one example Matthew 15 and verse 30. It says, Then great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, mute, maimed, and many others. And, he laid, and they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. So the multitudes marveled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. I want you to think about it. It just names a few things, but they're pretty good ones, Right? I mean, he names uh, lame, can't, they can't walk. Okay? Blind, that's easy, they can't see. Mute, they can't speak. Maimed, that's kind of a unique one, huh? Sometimes people don't think about that. What's maimed? That means it's very, that means oftentimes something got cut off. That means there's guys going into the he, Jesus healing meeting without arms. And they come out with arms. They go in with le- without legs, and they come out. And they, they they go in without legs, and they come out with legs. You know, rolled in, walked out. That isn't that what happened? Yeah, I mentioned Joe early. I might as well tell his other story. Uh, some of you heard him tell this, but uh, he had a uh, a word of knowledge one time in a, in a meeting. He was a, he was at a Nazarene church. And uh, we're not sending you an offering for telling these stories, by the way. <laughs> and uh, he, he had a word of knowledge about someone had a, had a knuckle, bad knuckle. Something's wrong with someone's knuckle. And uh, fr- someone came up, to, uh, up in the meeting, and the thing is, was their finger was gone at the knuckle. <laughs> That's not what he was thinking. <laughs> it was gone at the knuckle. I don't remember. I don't know which finger. I'm just using that one as an example. Uh, it was gone at the knuckle. And... Uh, so he said, all right, okay, here we go. He laid hands on him, ministered to him. And just like that, it went, bing, right in front of everybody. And the finger out. What's that? It's kind of like Jesus meetings. 
Someone said, I would never even think of that if my finger were cut off or blown off or, or just missing uh, to, to seek the Lord concerning that. Well, why not? Because we think, well, that's hard, but that's human thinking. It is absolutely human thinking to think that's hard. That is hard for us. But you know what? I can't even heal a headache. Me, by myself, that's hard. How do you do that? How do you get that into somebody? You know, how do you heal an elbow? I mean, that's not life-threatening, but I can't do that. So why is that different? How many know it only becomes different right up here? But let's recognize that God is good. He's good in love and kindness and favor toward us. He wants to do good things, and he's good at what he does. If he can speak light, and there it is. If he can create the world with his words, he can speak mankind into existence. How many know he can speak a body part back? Say, it's been removed surgically. I don't have one of those anymore. So, who said there was a shortage of those? (laughs) But it's been taken away. God can put it back today. Amen. So that's pretty high talk. You're getting my hopes up. Good. 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 So doesn't that kind of put pressure on? If I were the healer, maybe. But I'm not. I'm saying don't look at me. I'm saying look to him. He is the good God. He is the good God that wants to do good things through us. Amen. And uh, praise God. So all these people got healed, but it also said, and many others. What do you mean, many others? That means there was a lot of other stuff. Taste buds, uh, (laughs) you know, whatever. There was a lot of other things that people got healed of. And it just didn't give us a huge, long list of everything that was going on. And there may may be things going on in your life. Someone said, I've just been having these problems, but I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know what it is. God knows what it is. That's, we can put that under many others. We'll just put it under that category. Because that's the scripture. It's in the Bible. So it's a, it's, a, it's a real category. Other stuff. Well, I got a bunch of other stuff. Okay. If you come forward tonight and you got a bunch of other stuff, Matthew 15.30 says you can be healed. God is good at healing other stuff. <laughs> Amen. Psalm 86 and verse 5 says, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive, and abundant, and abundant in mercy to all who call upon you. And so what do you say? We call upon the name of the Lord today. We call upon him. Why should we call upon him? Because he's good. Why should we put our trust in him? Because he is good. Amen. And, I, and he told me that if I would trust him, I would be blessed. If I would put my trust, if I would rely fully upon him, then I would be blessed. I'm going for that. Amen. Come on now. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, for this night, we're so thankful for your blessing. We're thankful that the power of the Lord is present to heal.